Faith, Hope and Love, episode 151, Holy Thursday. The prayers of the world go out to the people of France at the shocking fire that tore through the historic Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. My heart and thoughts and prayers are with the people. In Holy Week we take heart in the fact that the message of the suffering, death and resurrection of Christ promises us God's faithfulness and nearness to his beloved children, no matter what disasters or setbacks befall us. Ultimately, it is Christ who is our living temple, who lives forever. Tonight, we celebrate the Thursday of the Lord's Supper on this most holy week of the year. Lord God, for your glory and our salvation, you appointed Jesus Christ eternal High Priest. May the people he gained for you by his blood come to share in the power of his cross and resurrection by celebrating his memorial in the new and eternal covenant. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. This is Faith, Hope and Love. We should glory in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, in whom is our salvation, life and resurrection, through whom we are saved and delivered. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good evening everyone as we gather together for the Thursday of the Lord's Supper. Brothers and sisters, as we acknowledge our sins, we prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you raise us to new life. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgive us our sins. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you feed us with your body and blood. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good
sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit in the glory of God the Let us pray. O God, who have called us to participate in this most sacred supper, in which your only begotten Son, when about to hand himself over to death, entrusted to the Church a sacrifice new for all eternity, the banquet of his love, Grant, we pray, that we may draw from so great a mystery the fullness of charity and of life, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus, chapter 12, verses 1 to 8 and 11 to 14. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall mark for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell the whole congregation of Israel that on the tenth of this month they are to take a lamb for each family, a lamb for each household. If a household is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join its closest neighbour in obtaining one. The lamb shall be divided in proportion to the number of people who eat of it. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a year-old male. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of this month. Then the whole assembled congregation of Israel shall slaughter it at twilight. They shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. They shall eat the lamb that same night. They shall eat it roasted over the fire, with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. This is how you shall eat it, your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it hurriedly. It is the Passover of the Lord. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike down every firstborn in the land of Egypt, both human beings and animals. On all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. And no plague shall destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This day shall be a day of remembrance for you. You shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord. Throughout your generations you shall observe it as a perpetual ordinance. The Word of the Lord. 
The cup of blessing that we bless is a sharing in the blood of Christ. What shall I return to the Lord for all his bounty to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful ones. I am your servant, the son of your serving girl. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you a thanksgiving sacrifice and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. The cup of blessing that we bless is a sharing in the blood of Christ. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 11, verses 23 to 26. Brothers and sisters, I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The Word of the Lord Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I give you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Chapter 13, verses 1 to 15. Before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come, to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bathed 
does not need to wash, except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, put on his robe, and returned to the table, Jesus said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example, that you also should do as I have done to you. The Gospel of the Lord This night is the culmination of ancient and most holy events in a way that brings them all into unity. The ancient and holy gathering of the people of Israel to commemorate the great event of the Passover, which our Lord as a faithful member of the Jewish faith also longed to celebrate, calls to mind the covenant God made with his people that he would always be our God and we would be his people and that he would save us and guide us leading us to pass over from slavery to freedom and pass over from death into new life and then with his disciples in the midst of the Passover meal at that last supper in the upper room specially prepared Jesus did a new thing in the midst of a very ancient action. Yet this new thing that Jesus did was perfectly connected to the old. Jesus connected the Passover with his own life, suffering and death, and with his eventual resurrection. Jesus made himself the eternal Passover lamb, the innocent and spotless offering, slaughtered, to free the people from sin and re-establish God's covenant forever. And so Jesus perfected and renewed this ancient covenant in his own blood and gave us a perfect way of accessing this promise and renewing this promise every time we gather at Eucharist to take and eat, to take and drink as our Lord told us to do. We proclaim our Lord's death until he comes again. And this sharing in the one cup and the one bread, it is truly a communion in the blood of Christ, as St. Paul so wonderfully puts it. Every time we celebrate Eucharist, we offer our lives, our hopes and dreams, our successes and failures to our God through Jesus' perfect offering of himself. We are joined to Christ, God the Son, as a perfect gift that includes us and all who are dear to us. And we echo Jesus' action which is to offer his whole self and what he was to suffer for the salvation of the world. And Jesus went further. He washed the feet of his disciples. It's ironic that on the night we celebrate Jesus instituting the Eucharist and establishing the priesthood, the Gospel, we recite, does not mention the words of institution. But this is no accident. John's Gospel, which is the last of the Gospels written, Mark being the earliest and then Luke and Matthew later, but St. Paul's letters were earliest of them all. 
they mention the Eucharist and the institution of it at the Last Supper. By the time John's Gospel came to be written, the Eucharist was so revered, so recognised as holy, that he spoke of it in the most profound way in different parts of the Gospel, in somewhat subtle tones. But at the Last Supper, John goes to the heart of the meaning of Eucharist by featuring the incident of the washing of the feet to show that Eucharist and service are inseparable. Eucharist and Jesus giving every drop of his blood, sacrificing absolutely everything out of love and service for us to save us, is the very heart of the meaning of the Mass and of the call to serve the people in priesthood and in our everyday vocations. It's in fact the vocation of each and every disciple to serve after the example of Christ. We have the most excellent and perfect teacher and master in Christ whose simplicity, poverty, humility and love establishes, perfects and gives meaning to service, Eucharist, thanksgiving, sacrifice and communion. We are simply taking Christ as our model, and what a perfect model. Jesus deserved every possible honour, every privilege, every right, and every precedent. And yet he stripped himself of all that was rightfully his, and took on the form of a slave, in order to save us all. He spared nothing. He held nothing back, in order to give all for others. This most holy night at the start of the most holy three days of the church year lets us again take Christ as our model. Let us continue to do this in memory of Christ as we commit ourselves to service, sacrifice, generosity, mercy, compassion and let all these actions flow from the motivating core of the heart and mind of our Master, the Lord Jesus Christ, who came in love, served in love, healed in love, and died in love. May we be ever faithful to the Eucharist and to the priestly call to service, and, like Christ, pour ourselves out in love and service for others. After the Lord had risen from supper, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the feet of his disciples. He left them this example. The Lord Jesus, after eating supper with his disciples, washed their feet and said to them, Do you know what I, your Lord and Master, have done for you? I have given you an example that you should do likewise. So he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you to wash my feet? Jesus said to him in answer, If I do not wash your feet, you will have no share with me. If I, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, how much more should you wash each other's feet? This is how all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. I give you a new commandment, 
that you love one another as I have loved you, says the Lord. Let faith, hope, and charity, these three remain among you, but the greatest of these is charity. Now faith, hope, and charity, these three remain, but the greatest of these is charity. Where true charity is dwelling, God is present there. By the love of Christ we have been brought together. Let us find in him our gladness and our pleasure. May we love him and revere him, God the living, and in love respect each other with sincere hearts. Where true charity is dwelling, God is present there. So when we as one are gathered all together, let us strive to keep our minds free of division. May there be an end to malice, strife and quarrels, and let Christ our God be dwelling here among us. Where true charity is dwelling, God is present there. May your face thus be our vision, bright in glory. Christ our God, with all the blessed saints in heaven, such delight is pure and faultless, joy unbounded, which endures through countless ages, world without end. Amen. Where true charity is dwelling, God is present there. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that we may participate worthily in these mysteries. For whenever the memorial of this sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the true and eternal priest, who instituted the pattern of an everlasting sacrifice, and was the first to offer himself as the saving victim, commanding us to make this offering as his memorial. As we eat his flesh that was sacrificed for us, we are made strong. And as we drink his blood that was poured out for us, we are washed clean. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. 
for the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. This is the body that will be given up for you. This is the chalice of the new covenant in my blood, says the Lord. Do this whenever you receive it in memory of me. The church keeps vigil in this holy three days which we have begun. We meet again on Good Friday to commemorate the Passion of the Lord. Grant, Almighty God, that just as we are renewed by the supper of your Son in this present age, so we may enjoy his banquet for all eternity, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen.